Welcome to Retirement Plans A to Z. I'm Sue Burnett with Monarch Financial Advisors, and this series focuses on qualified retirement plans. There are a lot of moving pieces with these plans, and the rules are complicated and complex, so we're going to break them down into smaller pieces, 26 pieces to be exact, from A to Z, with maybe a few extras thrown in just for good measure. Episode T, the types of plans. For all of the articles, websites, blogs, technical documentation, and flyers out there, and there are plenty, there are only seven different qualified plans that a business owner can sponsor. Seven. That's it. And with a few basic pieces of information, we can generally nail down the type of plan that would fit your business. It's not saying we're going to get the proposal right on the first try. There's usually a few iterations to adjust the total amount going in or someone's pay or someone's contribution. But the type of plan? Yep, that we can pinpoint. So how do we do that? Well, let's talk it through. The first question is, do you need flexibility with your contributions? Or put another way, can you commit to making a certain payment going forward every single year? These plans need to be in place for three to five years. So you and me and your CPA should come up with the answer to that question. If the answer is no, you can't commit to a dollar amount every year for the next three years, then you're looking at one of four defined contribution plans. So we'll talk about them first. The four different defined contribution plans are SIMPLES, SEPs, Profit Sharing, and 401k Safe Harbor Profit Sharing. The last two are very similar. There's just one additional piece added in, but I like to separate them out because they do have some different pieces. Some common features of all of these are their flexible contribution. As a result, there's no guaranteed benefit at retirement since you don't know what the contributions will be each year. There are fairly low contribution limits too, so it's good if you're not looking to max out your contributions or your deductions. So what are the differences between these four? Well, SIMPLES and 401k profit sharings allow for employee deferrals. This is a great way to engage your employees and to get them saving for retirement. But if you allow employees to defer a part of their pay, it does add some administrative efforts. You need to get them enrolled, get them set up with your payroll provider, provide information on the investments available. As an owner, you'll need to decide if this is worth it or not. Some owners that I know think, you know, I don't want all that noise. I'd rather have just the contributions come from the business. I can choose the investments nice and clean. Others say, of course I want a 401k piece. That would be great for the employees. A little more time and effort is worth it. So it's totally up to you. But Simples and 401k Safe Harbor Profit Sharing Plans have the employee deferrals. SEPs and Profit Sharings do not. Here's a fun fact. There were nearly 555,000 401k plans in 2016, covering about 55 million American workers. Now, I'm not saying that all of those employees are contributing, but they do all have the ability to contribute if they want to. By two questions now, we've got it down to one of two plans. Do you need flexibility and would you like your employees to defer? Let's say you don't want your employees to defer. What's the difference between a SEP and a profit sharing plan? 
All of the IRS limits are the same, but there are a few main differences between the two. In a SEP, everyone's contribution is the same percent of pay, even though that percent can go up and down every year. So you could put in 20% for everyone one year and 3% the next, but it's all the same. There's no skewing of the benefits to the owners. Since it's the same formula, nobody's being discriminated against, so there's no administration needed. Profit sharing plans, on the other hand, can use different formulas, pushing more of the total to the owner. And because different formulas are there, you need an administrator to test to be sure that you're not giving the owner too much. So there is an additional cost for this. SEPs go into an IRA, which means there's no life insurance as an investment, but profit sharing plans can use life insurance up to limits. And let's listen to episode L for more details on the life insurance in a plan. SEPs are immediately vested. So as soon as a contribution goes in, an employee can quit and they're entitled to the full benefit. Profit sharing plans can have a vesting schedule. And this says how long employees need to work there in order to be eligible for a portion or all of their benefit. Finally, SEPs cover part-time employees, where a profit-sharing plan can exclude anyone that's not working 1,000 hours a year. So in general, if you don't have employees, a SEP is great. If you have employees, usually skewing those benefits to the owner far outweighs the cost of the administration, so profit-sharing plans are usually preferred. But what if you want employee deferrals? So now, what's the difference between a simple and a 401k profit-sharing? Well, first, a 401k profit sharing is simply a profit sharing plan with a 401k component. So all of the profit sharing features hold true. So what's the differences? With a simple, money goes into an IRA, again, no life insurance, where in a 401k profit sharing, you can use life insurance up to the limits. A simple, contributions are the same for everyone. There's no administration needed. In a 401k profit sharing, you can use different formulas, so you need an administrator. A simple covers part-time employees. 401k profit sharings can exclude less than 1,000 hours. Simples have immediate vesting. The profit sharing piece of a 401k can have a vesting schedule, but just the profit sharing piece. The 401k piece is always vested because that's employee money. So you can hear how simples and SEPs are similar and profit sharings and the 401k profit sharings are similar. One additional piece that can be added to a 401k profit sharing is called a safe harbor contribution. There are lots of tests that we have to do to make sure that not too much money is going to the owner with too little going to the employees. So sometimes owners put in more than they should with a 401k, especially if employees aren't deferring, and they end up getting money returned to them, which is then taxed as income. We can avoid this by adding a safe harbor contribution, which either matches what employees put in or it's a flat 3%, but either way, it's a promised benefit for the employees. This allows owners to put in as much as they want to for their 401k piece without worrying about money being returned. There's two things with this though. Safe harbors are needed every year, so flexibility goes down. You can't put in zero if you want to. You need to at least put in the safe harbor contribution. And second, with a safe harbor contribution, the safe harbor is fully vested, so employees are eligible to take that money out the minute that it goes in. So the plans differ by investment, formulas for the owners versus the employees, 
whether the owner wants employee deferrals, vesting schedules, and eligibility. But all of those plans offer flexible contribution. One note on simples and SEPs too. If a simple is in place, no other plan can be available for that year. You need to actually terminate your simple by November 1st in order to have a different plan the following year. If a business has a SEP, you don't have to terminate it, but you can't contribute to both a SEP and another plan for the same tax year. So when would this matter? Well, it matters when the answer to the very first question is, yes, I can put in a fixed amount every year. Because then we're going to focus on the three plans that we haven't talked about yet. But you can have a profit sharing or a 401k profit sharing with a defined benefit plan. You can't have a SEP or a simple. So now we've covered the four defined contribution plans, where in our original question, can you put in a set amount? The answer was no. If the answer is yes, then the other three plans come into play, which are defined benefit plans. The plan document defines a benefit out at retirement, and that benefit is paid for by contributions and investment earnings. The benefit is guaranteed, so these plans are great for a business owner that's looking for a specific amount at retirement. There are required contributions every year though, so you need to be able to commit to that. But there are much bigger contributions than those four defined contribution plans. These plans really allow 20 to 30 years of savings to be squeezed into 10. But with bigger contributions and deductions comes less flexibility. Here's a fun fact. After the new tax legislation in 2018, there were lots of articles about how defined benefit plans are the new tax dodge for rich owners. These plans have been around since 1974, so there is nothing new about them. And is it for rich owners? No, it's for owners that have income that they can contribute and not need for a few years, and they'd like to get a business deduction for that. So even media that says they're impartial tends to put a spin on it one way or the other. So how are these three plans different? Well, the first one we'll talk about is a 412E3 that used to be called 412I or a fully insured plan. And it's fully invested with insurance products, either 100% in an annuity or part in an annuity and part in whole life insurance. The annuity must be fixed or fixed indexed, no variable, no universal, no term. So in these, there's a contract between the participants and the insurance company. There's one contribution amount and there's no flexibility. The benefit is guaranteed by the life insurance company. There's no market risk at all on the owner. The risk is with the insurance company. And you can get an annuity and a life insurance policy out when you retire or you terminate. Then you're just a regular contract holder with the insurance company. There is no flexibility and it does offer the highest contributions of all of the plans. So if you're a business owner looking for the maximum contributions and deductions, this would be your plan. Why? Because the promised benefit at retirement is paid for by contributions and interest, and life insurance companies are nothing if not conservative. Their promised interest rate is really low, so contributions have to be higher. As high as over $300,000 per year per owner in the right situation. All participants in these plans get the same formula, a percent of pay at retirement, similar to Social Security. So there's no skewing. These get really pricey really quickly, and they're generally not seen for businesses with more than a few employees. The next plan is a cash balance plan, which is pretty popular for businesses with employees. It looks like a savings account. The benefit that's defined in the plan document is contributions and interest. 
It rolls forward to a retirement date, and that's the promised benefit. Interest is promised in the document as well, regardless of what the money actually earns. It's usually set between 2 and 4%, which is pretty conservative. You don't want it too high if you don't earn it, because then you'd need to put in more. Formulas can be different by job classes, which allows us to skew benefits to the owners. It's not as rigid contribution-wise as the 412. You will have a range with a minimum and a maximum, but you need to contribute within that range. A pension actuary is used to calculate the range, and you may have additional administration costs because anytime you have different benefit formulas for the owners and for employees, there's testing that needs to be done. Contributions aren't quite as high as in the fully insured plan, but they're still a lot bigger than in the four defined contribution plans. You might be able to put in up to $200,000 or more per year for an owner. You can be flexible with investments as well. You can use market investments, you can put life insurance in up to specific amounts, and it's not restricted to insurance products. It's often combined with a profit sharing plan, with or without a 401k, for the testing that's done to make sure that owners don't get too much. The way the math and the testing works, we can often provide much more of the benefits to the owners in a cash balance plan with a lot lower amounts to the employees in the profit sharing plan, getting 80 or 90% or more of the total contribution to the owner. So think about it. Let's say we get 90% of the total to the owners. If they're in the top tax bracket, that means we could either give 37% to the IRS or 10% to their employees. That's a pretty good choice. The final plan is a traditional defined benefit plan. It's similar to a 412 fully insured plan because the benefit is a percent of pay at retirement, but you do have flexible investments and there's a range of contributions like a cash balance plan. The range is usually bigger than a cash balance plan, but the formula is a little harder to understand. The cash balance is so easy because it looks like a savings account. For our final fun fact, we'll end with the best known defined benefit plan out there, Social Security. The Social Security Act was signed by FDR on August 14, 1935, and taxes were collected for the first time in January of 1937. The first one-time lump sum payments from Social Security were made that month too. Regular monthly payments started in January 1940. So wrapping it all up, there are only seven plans out there, and there are nuances and pros and cons to each. A defined contribution plan is flexible, has lower contribution, no guarantees at retirement, and you may allow employees to contribute too. A defined benefit plan requires contributions, but those contributions can be bigger. There's a guaranteed benefit at retirement. There are no employee contributions at all. So what is best for you and your business? Let us know what your goals and objectives are and what your priorities are, and we'll take a look. Proposals are free, so there's no harm in looking, and we can do them blind so we don't need the company name or even employee names, but we will need specific pieces of information. We are happy to help you see what's out there for you and your business. Want to learn more? Tune into the other A to Z podcasts where we continue to break down these wonderful and complex plans into bite-sized pieces. Remember, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Have any questions? Shoot me an email at monarchfinancialadvisors at gmail.com. Thanks for listening in and have a great rest of your day.